We said the Apostles' Creed for a very important reason this morning. It summarizes what it means to be Christian, summarizes what we believe. But there are two rather startling statements in there that the thinking mind has to pause and think about for a moment. It begins, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. And it says, he was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born to the Virgin Mary. Really? Did you ever stop and think about those two statements? If we can't get through those two statements, the rest of the Apostles' Creed is meaningless. If Jesus is not God, conceived by the Holy Spirit, and if Jesus is not human, born of Mary, even though she was a virgin, then the whole Christian story unravels. So I want to just read the Christmas story. I'm not going to try to upstage Matthew or Luke. <laughs> Why bother? So if you don't mind, I'm just going to read three announcements that are contained in Matthew and Luke's statement as they introduce their Gospels by introducing us to the hero, the focal character in the Gospels. So we read first in Luke the angel's announcement to Mary. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. And you're to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked. The angel said, I asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. 
And then word got out that Mary was pregnant. You see, in Mary and Joseph's time, marriages were arranged by the parents. And this deal had already been made. The funds had been transferred. And then after the arrangement was made, it was usually a, a year of waiting while the young lady lived at home with her parents. And then the arrangement was consummated at their wedding. Mary and Joseph were betrothed, but not yet married. Obviously, Joseph had some concerns. Probably Mary's father had communicated to Joseph's father and to Joseph that not all was okay. So Matthew tells us this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. <laughs> now, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. So Mary and Joseph did marry, and they had a son. And on the night when they had this son being born in a manger in Bethlehem, the city of David, there were some shepherds. Well, let me have Luke tell you the story. There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. <clears throat> An angel of the Lord appeared to them, <clears throat> and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. This thing that the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. 
And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So, in summarizing the fabulous truths of these stories, the Apostles' Creed says it very simply, Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. Two essential truths. First, that Jesus is human. He's one of us. Emmanuel, God with us. God, one of us. The angel said to Mary, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He is a human child, a human baby, born in the normal way a human being is born. It's like you, just like me. He was conceived, and Mary gave birth to him. The angel said to Joseph, this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through Isaiah the prophet 800 years before the event. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So Matthew and Luke wanted us to be very clear about the fact that Jesus was born like any other human being was born. And that's not hard to believe. That's not hard to understand. Nobody doubted Jesus' humanity. They saw him. They heard him speak. They realized that he was human. The rub comes in his claim not only to be human, but to be God. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Jesus' mother, Mary, is human. Jesus' father is divine. Mary's egg was activated by God himself through the Holy Spirit. Now, it's important that Jesus is human, as we will see in a moment. But it's also important to realize that Jesus is divine. Our sin is an offense against God, and only God can forgive it. If Jesus is human and not God, he cannot forgive our sins, as he claimed to do. He told the Man on the pallet, your sins are forgiven. And the Jews said to him, no one can forgive sin except God. And Jesus said, you got it right, Bubba. <laughs> and I can forgive sin because I am God. Luke tells us that Mary was perplexed. As you can imagine, this probably 13, 14-year-old girl being told she's pregnant before she's married that she will have a son. Mary said, how will this be, Mary, since I'm a virgin? 
The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. See how Luke piles figure upon figure to help us understand the Holy Spirit will come on you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. The Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. You can almost hear Luke writing that and saying, I don't think anybody can miss it <laughs> after the way I've described this. Make no question about it. This is not any normal human child. This is a human child, but he is also the Son of God, the Holy One, the Holy Spirit, the power of the Most High. We're deeply involved in his birth. And Matthew, too, telling, talking, uh, the angel saying to Joseph, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sin. He will do what only God can do. And like Luke, Matthew says, I don't want there to be any question that I fully intend you to understand what I'm writing. And what I'm writing is that Jesus is the Son of God. He is the Son of Mary through a very supernatural God-ordained process. The Holy Spirit is his Father. He is Mary's Son. He is God's Son. St. Paul took those two facts and combined them in his letter to the Colossian church. A very simple statement. He said, For Christ, in Christ all the fullness of deity lives in bodily form. Jesus Christ is undiminished deity and complete humanity united in one being forever. That's who we worship. That's who we celebrate. That's what these candles represent. That's why and how he is able to change the world. What's the point of it all? The angels summed it up in Luke 2.11 as they were proclaiming this great news to the shepherds. They said, today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. A Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And then, in amazing contrast... This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. Listen to who this is. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Where can we find him? In the barn. Not in the palace. Not in some royal place. He came, shepherds, for people like you. People like us. It's not about wealth. It's not about position. It's about need. 
the same need that every human who was ever born has. The need to be delivered from the condemnation, the penalty, and the power of sin. The angel said to Mary, you will conceive, give birth to a son. You're to call him Jesus. They said to Joseph, Mary will give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. Because he will save his people from their sins. Even the name he was given, Jesus. Gerhard Kittel in the Theological Dictionary of New Testament Words says this name is given because Jesus is to save us from our sin. The full name, Jesus, in Hebrew is a sentence name. It means Yahweh saves. He came to save us from our sins. Because you see, as Isaiah tells us, your sins have separated between you and your God, and your iniquities have turned his face from you so that he will not hear. God created us for himself. He created us for a relationship. He loves us, and he wants us to love him, but we are alienated because of sin. Sin has broken the connection. Now, some of you were here the first two weeks of Advent. I don't know if you noticed, but the trees, the lights on the tree weren't on. You see, the day we were setting all this up and having the celebration and the, what do you call them, the uh, Sanctuary Guild, yes, was here. Lovely ladies. And, and Jean plugged in the lights and nothing happened. So he investigated and we found these old lights, the, the plug has a fuse in it and the fuse was blown. It's just that big. The three amp fuse. So they sent the most worthless guy around to me. I went to Ace and said, I need one of these. We turned the place upside down. They didn't have one of these. They looked all over. We checked other places. Nobody had one of these. Finally, we found them on Amazon, or I didn't, somebody did, and sent them. And we put this little fuse in there. And then we plugged in the lights, and they came on. Because the circuit that had been broken had been restored. Human relationship with God is broken because of sin. The fuse was blown. Jesus Christ said, I'm the fuse. You want God's life in you? You want the power of the Holy Spirit? In you, you want the relationship with God of love and power and his presence restored? Very simple. Jesus came as a human so that he could die in our place as one of us. Had he not been human, his mission could not have been accomplished. But it wasn't enough just to be human. As we said before, sin is a violation against God. And only God can forgive it. So Matthew and Luke and the angels want us to make certain this morning 
that we fully believe that Jesus Christ was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary so that he could reconnect fallen humanity with God. If you've never personally asked Jesus Christ to be your Savior and Lord, celebrate this Christmas by giving yourself the gift of eternal life by asking God to be your Savior. For Jesus to apply his sacrifice to wipe out your penalty of sin and turn on your lights and give you a new life. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. Praise God and thank you, Jesus.